Hey, this is Helen Paradise from SoCal, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine, how is long? <laughs> you have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate 54 wiener. Oh, listen, Lavernius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. Just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We talk about live fire barbecue and grilling topics live on the show every Tuesday night from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. We're also recording audibly for podcast release a little bit later this evening, hour number one, hour number two on Thursday. I'll tell you about Friday here in just one second. Wonder Jay is watching via Twitch, the most consistent live stream. Not the most trafficked, but the most consistent, technically sound live stream out of the three that we run. I'll tell you about those here in just one second. So if you miss what's happening now, the show goes audio podcast, hour one tomorrow, hour two Thursday. You can follow up. Still to come on the show this evening, the venerable Sam the Cooking Guy with almost 4 million YouTube subscribers to his cooking channel. Is it 4 million? I'll have to look it up here and just wait. I might have Short yet, but almost 4,000. I'm sorry, 4,000. 4 million YouTube subscribers to his channel. Don't forget you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and the most popular social media channel as far as growth is concerned, TikTok. At BBQ Central Show, I posted a video on the TikTokers with Oklahoma Joe last week, and, uh, well, uh, let's not even guess at this point because this is my only visibility at what the kids call viral. I wouldn't call it viral myself. Uh, viral to me means well into the hundreds of thousands of views, but this particular one where we talked about his recollection of the pellet cooker market was back in mid-'80s has... Uh, almost 29,000 views. It's got 28,900 views. And uh, just in the last uh, eight hours, I've gotten eight new followers. I had 1,000 followers when the uh, post went up last week, and I have just shy of 1,300 followers. So it's been great. Wonder Jay, this is a live show. Oh, do I grill on the show? No. This is not. This is not. Andrew. You are not the fire. This is not a cooking show. I can cook Wonder Jay. I know how to cook. I'm actually a fairly accomplished backyard warrior cook. I have no interest in what I would say competition. But I love talking to people that love doing it. I had Mark Williams on the first hour in case you missed it. But you're not going to find any live cooking on the show. 
So I save the cooking to the pros, like my guest, in about 10 minutes from now, Sam the Cooking Guy, who, by the way, is full-blown live-fire cook right now. Last week, he was cooking on a Nomad Travel Grill. So whether he's going to admit it or not, and he's not going to admit it, the Sam the Cooking Guy YouTube channel, whatever the name of that thing is, is should be called uh, the, the Barbecue and Grilling Guy Cooking Channel. Because that's all he's using. He uses the new Traeger. He uses the Evo flat top. That's a live fire cooking appliance. It's outside. He uses the grill all the time. Only people that are live fire cooks are using Nomad grills. Nobody else is using that. Yes, the Nomad travel grill is the briefcase looking thing. So Sam is a full-blown live fire YouTube channel, whether he knows it or not. And perhaps the most successful live fire one at that with approaching 4 million YouTube subscribers. Don't forget, we're also streaming live on Clubhouse for audio. So if you want to take part in the What Is Sam Like Best game show for your chance to win a free prize of high value, you can do that. You can also get live video feeds of the show over on Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show where Wonder Jay's taking in the show. And on the YouTubers uh, slash RD Rempy. Which is where a number of other you, uh, which is where a number of other of yous are taking part in the chat and watching the show. So, do any of those ways if you would like. Uh, if you're just a podcast listener and you don't like the reads, you can get an ad-free podcast feed experience through Apple Podcasts by subscribing to the ad-free portion. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in ten minutes or less this Friday, episode two hundred thirty-two is approaching. Taking you back to August 5th, 2012, featuring who? Second Tuesday of the month, regular guest Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. If you are a fan of the Barbecue Central Show, a longtime fan, a longtime listener, and you know the history of the show, then you know that one of the most talked about segments was with Meathead and myself arguing over the terms barbecue and grilling. It actually took two separate segments on the show back in the day. One where there was just a stern disagreement between us. I was right. Meathead was wrong. Then a number of years later, we revisited, which is what we did there in August of 2012, which you will hear this coming Friday. Again, this isn't the original segment where we butted heads, but this one is where we revisit at the time, Meathead was worried about me not representing his side of the argument properly. I guess there was a stretch of time where I was telling people, Meathead thinks this, I think this. He was worried that I wasn't setting the stage correctly on his part. Meathead's always worried that somebody else is not shining the best light in his direction or not selling his side of it better than he could. So he was worried about that. So we got into it again to clear everything back up. And it's pretty great even 10 years later hearing this conversation. Don't forget, if you want to hear a previous guest or segment that you've heard on the show already, and maybe it's been lost in the archives or you're just new to the show and you've heard somebody talk about something that you want to hear, email John and let him know what you would like to hear. J-O-N at the BBQ Central Show dot com and he will do his best 
to meet your expectation as far as a best of show is concerned. Once again, that email address is J-O-N at the BBQ Central Show dot com and he will take it from there. So send in your requests or just tell John what a great job he's doing because I know he's doing a great job. I listen to these shows all in advance and each one better than the next. And John has become really, really good at hooking at the end. He puts together a good enough show where within eight minutes, I forget that I'm listening to something that is going to end in 10 minutes or less. And he always gets you to the part where somebody's asking a question or somebody's going to answer a question. And then the noise comes in and you realize, don't. I got to go back and listen to the whole thing now, which is great. That's the idea, pushing older downloads of uh, or pushing more downloads of older shows. This show was 10 years ago, almost August 5th, 2012. So, and by the way, the show was now then four years old. I mean, we started the live show in 2008. So this was already a well-established show back in 2012, let alone 10 years past that where we are in 2022. Upcoming shows in June include who? John Marcus next week. That's right. We'll talk about his run into the Barbecue Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago. Also scheduling Leanne Whippin. Also Zach Mirren will be joining us. Daniel Vaughn from Texas Monthly. And of course, the finale of season three of Barbecue Central Show's American Idol which I'm sure many of you are counting those days down. Uh But why would you? The finals is the best part because what happens in the finals? There's going to be a produced duet with Rusty and myself. We have already decided on the song. I'm not really on board with the song per se, but I gave Rusty choice. He gave me choice A. I immediately shot it down as ridiculous. He gave me choice B. Also ridiculous, but not as ridiculous as choice A. So we're going to run with that one. And then, of course, we sing live for you. Live. We'll do it live. We will sing live right here on the show on that last Tuesday of the month, the fourth Tuesday of the month in the second hour. And then the voting starts, and we'll see where it goes from there. Podcasting note, by the way, if you're somebody that has been using Facebook, to listen to this show in podcast form. As of uh, last Friday, June 3rd, Facebook stopped creators from adding podcasts to the service. They don't plan to communicate the closure to any Facebook user, so we're already a few days late. Facebook was responsible for just 0.3% of all podcast downloads last month. It's reached... 0.5% in February, making it the 17th largest podcast app, which I think means every other podcast app was ahead of Facebook. But just in case you were using Facebook as your podcast aggregator, uh, you can't do that anymore. That stopped on Friday. So if you're wondering where the show is tomorrow and Thursday and Friday, get on your native podcast app or download Spotify or Amazon Music, I'm on there, Stitcher, you name it. I'm on all the podcast apps. That's all you need to know. Here's something else you need to know. Who's sick of being fat? Fat. I am, but I need help. I know I'm sick of being fat, 
but I'm not holding myself accountable. I need somebody to hold me accountable because I did so well for five years. Then my back hurt and I fell off the train. And guess what? Fat. 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 I'm going to go to davidleans.com slash BBQ to sign up and get a deal because we all love deals. Centralites love deals. And I'm finally going to be held accountable to stop being fat and get in shape again where my resting heart rate was in the mid to high 40s. That's right. Elite athlete type shit. I have finally come to the realization that I'm not eating great. I'm not sleeping great. I'm not making great decisions when I'm out at the restaurant. And my activity level has not been where it has been over the last four or five years. So I've put on some pounds. I'm a little jiggly in places. Look, I mean, I'm not as fat as some of you people. But for me, I am not liking it. So I will go to davidleans.com. I will spend 200 of my dollars every month. And I will be able to text David and say, hey, what decision should I be making? Or here's the plan. Or here's what I want to lose. And then he's going to hold me accountable. And then we're going to revisit every week. So I hope to be back to my chiseled hot self by the end of the year and then carry that back into 2023. You can do it too. Let's do it together. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ.com to sign up for the special deal of $200 a month. And if you don't like your results, as long as you're making the effort, you get the money back. It's great. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. That's DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. Stop being fat with me. Let's be unfat together. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. We're back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show presented by the Ryder Deluxe Pellet Grills from Oklahoma Joe's. Howard Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. This portion being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories to complete the Pit Barrel Cooking experience. Whether you are a beginner or you are a professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal, visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. My next guest is a YouTube cooking sensation with over three and a quarter, maybe three and a half million subscribers that eagerly watch his cooking videos three days per week. He has won many Emmys. He has told Hodakape and Kathy Lee Gifford to shut up already. Actually, if I may quote, pay attention one minute and is a Barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Famer. We race to the Oklahoma Joe's Ryder DLX Barbecue Pits Hotline, and welcome back to the show, Sam the Cooking Guy. Hey, Sam. You know, it's been, um, it, it feels like it's been forever since I've been here. This missed, feels very good. You missed last month very because good. you were well out of country, as we say, and a month later, here we are. So technically, it's been here. like two months. So you were Too on in May. Good, uh, though. Just so the uh, the audience and the listeners understand. Yes. Just because I'm not on the show doesn't mean you and I are not uh, talking up a storm. Well, uh, there was a email from a 14 year old. 
that came in a couple weeks after uh, you did not appear last month. Uh, I think yep. his name was Braden. And he said, hey, uh, I'm 14. I've been listening to the show for six years. So I think that's like eight years old. I'm not even sure how you get turned on to the show. 14, that's like a, a 48 dog years. Yeah, right. So, I mean, this guy's obviously what we would call, an, uh, this kid's obviously what we would call an old soul to a certain degree. And uh, he said, hey, uh, Sam wasn't on this past two or the first Tuesday of the month. And I'm wondering if that's over with, like, is he never coming back again? And I was like, wow, like you don't show up one time and thank you Braden. Uh, it's like wow round of applause for Braden. thank you for staying on top of me no Greg doubt. didn't want me last month i couldn't be here <laughs> he didn't he said uh, no bro you're not that's coming right. on that's right i said you know what enough of this guy let's take a month off of sam the cooking guy because he's getting too big in the live fire community so i had to take it down a few notches i hate to do that but now that i feel you've gone you've you've hovered back into your rightful place yeah, we'll bring you back I'm, in now i'm fine now i'm that's ripe right. for the audience that's right. again that's right thank you Braden. Uh, today tonight's uh, uh appearance by me is dedicated to Braden. that's right uh, sam's appearance brought to you by Braden from wherever he was a 14 year old who's obviously probably a huge fan of yours as by, well by the way yeah. it, uh, i'll just say this if if Braden <laughs> writes you yes at uh, Greg at uh, barbecuecentralshow.com. Is that what it is? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I write you. I just put you in my phone. Right. Uh, I will send Braden a copy of Sam the Cooking Guy between the buns. No way. I this will. book? That book. Wow. Look that at that. Ridiculous cover book. About that. We're yeah. going to talk about that I here in just a second. That. So if Braden, Braden writes you, yes. you'll write me. Yes. I'll, I'll send. Uh, a hand inscribed uh, note. Wow. Uh, autograph book to young Braden. Well, usually fans. Because, because what? Because at 14, that's when they should start cooking. Yeah. And I, I hope Braden is not just uh, watching, but also cooking because, you know, uh, cooking for adults is not like it was in the old days. I don't know the fifties, the sixties, when you learn that stuff. I don't know. Well, look, we we're parents. We teach our children how to reconcile a bank account, how to open a bank account, how to be responsible for it, how to vote, how to be good, uh, responsible citizens of our community, do the right thing, that kind of stuff. I don't know that we're always teaching them how to cook. And the goal, though, is that we send them away, hopefully, somewhere around their 18, 19, 20 years old, to be productive citizens that can stand on their own in society. And cooking is an important part of that, because if we don't teach them that, what do they got? They're at the liberty of fast food, yes. frozen food, or, or restaurants. And that shit's expensive, man, and not necessarily always good for you. And you're missing out on a life skill. If you talk about reconciling checkbooks or how to be a productive and uh, satisfactory you're citizen, my point for me. I mean, if we've you're not taught cooking, them how to, we've taught them how to how to ride a bike. We've taught them how to drive a car. Yeah. Why wouldn't we teach them this? What do you need? You what do you need in life to exist? Uh, you need water. You need sleep, and you need food. Yeah almost nothing you don't need to know how to ride a bike or drive a car right so if if cooking and feeding yourself is one of the most one of the third most important things you need because i don't think you can exist without water i don't think you can exist without sleep 
What the hell is going on? We're going to play What Is Fam Like Best as soon as we get somebody to pick up their invite here in Clubhouse. So stand by for that because I have five questions that might be the best five questions that I have ever brought up. So we'll see what happens here. We're, we're inviting people on stage. Um, okay. All right. Oh, no, okay. Here we go. System are you, re- are you ready to go? Dude. Always born ready. All to right. Go. Well, it's everybody's favorite time. First Tuesday of the month and the second hour. It's what does Sam like best? It's the voice. The second hour. The second hour. I love that. I love that. that. We're going to move Joe to the audience. Let's learn about Robert. Robert, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Not too much, though. Hi, Greg. uh, I'm an agriculture science teacher down here in uh, the Rio Grande Valley in Texas. All right. Well, congratulations. We love that. What what ages, uh, Robert? All of high school. All so nine through twelve. Good lord, man. Good lord. So you have a drinking problem. <laughs> uh, people with a problem go to meetings. Uh, so. That's right. He's yeah. just a drunk, Sam. That's right. Uh, yeah. just a drunk. I mean, uh, I already said I don't think you pay teachers enough, and thank you for what you do. That's right. No, no, we no, thank cool. you for That's your cool. service, Robert. Just no like problem. a military man. That's different. But I do All think. Right. Okay, enough of this. Let's go on okay. a goddamn game. Uh, Robert, are you yeah. familiar with what is Sam like best? Yes, sir. All right. So you know uh, you got to get three uh, out of five. I'm a previous winner. I don't know if that affects anything or not. Oh, that's all right. Uh, what? The? Okay, cool. That's all right. No worries. Good work there. We Greg. appreciate it. Man. Here we go. <laughs> Question number one, Robert. What does Sam like best? Best three out of five. Of the two destinations, which one does Sam like best? Dubai or Singapore? Love the way you say that, by the way. I'm gonna go with Singapore. Final answer? <clears throat> yes, sir. All right. I asked Robert of the two destinations, which one does Sam like best? Dubai or Singapore? Sam would say. No question. Singapore. Singapore. All right. A little swell on the beat there, Greg. Well, I forgot what he said, so I just took a stab at it. Luckily, I got it right. Next question. Not the dwarf tonight. I got it this right. This is the kind of show that I like. That's right. Off the rails, right off the bat. I like, exactly. Question number two, Robert. When it comes to searing a steak, which method does Sam like best? Cast iron pan or on a grill grate directly over screaming hot charcoal? Interesting question. Very good. You're right. You did good this week. That's right. This time, this month. This month. Ah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with the cast iron. Cast iron. All right. Interesting. I wouldn't have picked that myself, oh, but that's all right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sam, you prefer to sear cast iron or over screaming hot charcoals? Do you want to give him another chance to reconfigure his I sure answer? don't. Final answer is final. Okay. Well, um, perhaps today's episode that we shot that will air, I don't know, sometime next week will be an indication. Cast iron. Cast iron. Oh, oh, right. Okay. We did it. We did a, I, I uh, uh, reverse seared a three pound tomahawk, the giant oh, effing bone. Three pounds. Come on. It's a three roast. Pounds. And then, and these are almost roast. And then. Uh, we seared it in the cast iron pan, but because the bone was so big, 
if you put it in a cast iron pan, part of the steak is not going to hit the deck because of that angle. Hmm. So I put my cast iron pan upside down on my grill. Yes. Got it screaming hot and then did it that way. Wow. And it was great. Look at oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> good for you. All right, Robert. Here's the good news. You have two in a row. Here's the bad news. This is the ever tricky question number three, which everybody gets wrong 100% of the time, ultimately leading. get it wrong. Make this a more fun game, Robert. Ultimately leading to what usually ends up stretching out to question number five, and here we go. Yes, please. Question number three. Robert, if Sam the Cooking Guy... If Sam the Cooking Guy's YouTube had to dump one of the producers to stay afloat... Which one does Sam like best to keep? Max or part-time chance? I'm going to say Max. Hmm. Just because he's a son, you think that's a safe bet? Wait, he, wait. Rephrase the question. The question was, who would I dump? Yes. Okay. So who would you dump? All right. Okay. Who would I dump? That's uh, what I heard. Oh. And sorry, you're wrong. We dump chance. Wait, wait. Chance. Wait, <laughs> Sam, I asked Robert, didn't want to give who a chance would you to... dump, Max or Chance? Chance. <laughs> no, oh, you said late, Max. Bro. You said Max. <laughs> we all heard yeah. Max. Wow, look at this. I question number three. I was a tricky third question. question. He's my flesh and blood. What do you mean? He fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. It was obviously <laughs> the hardest question ever. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, wait, it wait, was a you, know, you know that Max is my son? He does. Yes. He, yes. No, he, I just He got I ahead got of him. He got over there. his skis, Sam. He got his he got over his skis. Got a little right. excited. He's like, hey, I thought I'm gonna Up to now it was bullshit. That's now right. we've got something. Uh, we have a game. Here That's we, right. we have a game. <laughs> he was gonna be like, hey, I'm the first guy ever to run. <laughs> what does Sam no, like no. best three in a row? But look at that. Go too fast, you get burned. Here we go. Question number four. I might lie on this next one just to F him up even more. You do have two to piss away here, though, Robert. So don't feel bad if you get no, this he one. He only has one to piss away. Well, he's two. Okay. Between no, the two morning shows, which one does Sam like best? That's good good morning, America. Good. Or question. the Today Show? Which one does Sam like best? Good morning, America. Final answer? Yes. All right. Sam, you like the Good Morning Americas, or do you like the Today's shows? Can we we add a part B to this question? (laughs) I mean, it's my show, but okay, go ahead. Why does Robert... I just want to know why Robert came up with uh, Good Morning America. Robert, explain yourself. You're a teacher. If if I remember correctly, uh, you you were on it more recently? (laughs) It's my method to the madness on that one. So he, Robert is saying you like GMA better because it's your most recent love. Yeah, he's right. That's uh, it? Nice. That's it. Oh. He won. <laughs> wow, we. Right. Look at that. Well, he won. I, Robert, I, by the way, I would, I would like to, with his reasoning. Yeah. I would like him to be teaching my kids if I had kids at the high school age level. Uh, I have to say. I uh, was going to make a comment really quick if y'all are all right with it. The, uh, y'all mentioned about teaching kids how to cook. We actually have a competitive cooking team, or we have a competitive cooking uh, contest here in Texas. And so where the, the high school kids get to compete like a, 
extracurricular event. So not too shabby. So instead of varsity varsity basketball or soccer, they're competing in cooking? Yes, sir. Uh, Barbecue cook-offs. Yes, sir. Wow, we... Don't so, uh, well, yeah. sir. Not too sir is my father. Don't call me sir, Robert. <laughs> of course, barbecue. I said that to somebody today. That's somebody right. called me sir today, and I said, no, it's my father. Yeah, sir is my father. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Robert, all you have to do is send me an email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, and put winner in the subject line. <laughs> and with a shipping address, I'll forward that over to Sam, and then he will send you some kind of prize worth some kind of value. How about that? Hold, hold up awesome, the book. Guys. I'll send you a copy of... Uh, do you have a copy of the book, uh, Robert? Hold up the book for. I, <laughs> I do, do not yet. No, no, no. It's oh, on my. Well, uh, soon enough. By the way, I'm thanks for being a great fan and buying it early. I appreciate that. Yes. I will take <laughs> care of that though, and we'll send you a copy of that. All right. Yeah, How I'm about gonna that? do it tomorrow, Liz. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was gonna. Right, he was gonna do it tomorrow. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course he was. Yeah. Very good. All right. He's a teacher. I can't. Tomorrow. I can't knock him. Yeah. Thanks well, a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Here's what we do. We take our children, we do our best with them, and then we hand them off to teachers and, and, and hope, expect, and pray and want them to do all the right things with them. And most of them do. Some <laughs> of them are, you know, assholes, but, but teachers Robert. like Robert are doing the right thing. Yeah, uh, look, They're look, bringing up our children during the day when we're not. I'm so. just trying to figure out, Robert, are, Robert, are you still there? Mm, okay. I think I fi- I, fig- I figured out what the uh, what the issue was. I'm not sure why it's an issue, but I figured out where the issue was. Now let me try it again. Robert, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I've troubleshot my own stuff here, so we're winning all over the place here, Robert. We're winning all over the place. No, you're right. winning. So Whose fault was it? Your send fault? me by by was winning. It? I mean losing uh, at a very there rapid rate right yeah. off the top of Thank the show. You, but uh, there you go. So all right, Robert, send me that email, and uh, we will go ahead and. Uh, not we. Sam will go ahead and get you out a prize, and Absolutely. we hope you have a great Father's Day if you're a father. And thank you for playing the ever popular, widely sweeping the nation, nay globe. What does Sam Whoa. like best? And from everybody here at the What Does Sam Like Best Game Show, we bid you farewell. All right, Sam, uh, can you hang out for another segment? I'm here for you, bud. Oh. Come on. I haven't seen you. Well, I haven't seen you for two months. <laughs> I know. So now we got to play catch up. So stand by. We'll play catch up here in just one second. And I will talk to everybody else about the Green Mountain Grills. I'm going to figure out what the hell is wrong. It's still on there. That's weird. Choice line and prime line. So here we go. If you're somebody that likes to save a few bucks, you don't need all the technology that's on cookers these days, the Choice Line is the one that you're going to want to consider. Great cooking capacity, just not all the stuff, the bells, the whistles, the extra cash. Now, conversely, if you're somebody that likes Wi-Fi, you like to mess around with cookers on an app, you want internal meat probes, you want a more robust build on the chassis. Now the prime line is where you want to go, a peak and a ledge size for that. If you are somebody that prefers a pellet cooker that is ultra portable, then you want to look at the Trek line. This one can fit uh, fit in the back of trucks and vans and SUVs. Gives you that wood-fired flavor and fuel that you're looking for. 
you're not sacrificing a tremendous amount of capacity for portability. Only sold through dealers, of course, GreenMountainGrills.com. Find a dealer near you, visit the dealer, get educated, buy the one that best fits your needs, and make sure that A, they're carrying the pizza oven insert, and if they are, pick one of those up as well. It fits in both, uh, both the Choice and the Prime line. Cookers, the Peak, the Ledge, and the Daniel Boone. Either way, you're going to be very happy with a Green Mountain Grill. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. GreenMountainGrills.com. And we are back with more Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Presented by the Ryder Deluxe Pellet Grills from Oklahoma Joe's. get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Well, we congratulate Robert Salazar for winning what is Sam like best this past segment through some technical hurdles. Head on over to smithfield.com right now for recipes as well as tips and tricks from well-known live fire cooks like Darren Worth, Jess Priles, Charles Cridlin, Mouthwatering flavor and no artificial ingredients. Smithfield Fresh Pork is quite simply some of the finest pork money can buy. The trusted choice of top cooks for use at competitions and at home. And we welcome back Sam, the cooking guy here. All right, Sam, so last month you were out of pocket, as it were, as Braden so eloquently pointed out to me. And uh, you were out of the country. So where did you go? And what was the trip about? Uh, we went to Dubai first and then Singapore. Max and I, Max, my oldest, that shoots and edits most of our stuff. We also have Chance, who is actually not part-time. part-time He's a full-time employee. Not part-time. part-time full-time. Chance. Full-time Chance. Uh, last year would have been our 10th year on YouTube. And Max said, we should do something. And then COVID got in the way, and so we did it this year. And I said, what do you want to do? And he goes, he, he'd been to, in Dubai for like just a couple of days before. He goes, I want to go to Dubai. And he goes, and it's in the part of the world that you want to go to because you want to go to Singapore. And I've always wanted to go to Singapore, mostly for the food. But what I found in Singapore was one of the most beautiful countries, cities, island nation, nations. I mean, it's just an amazing place. I'm not a religious man, but I've said uh, many times since I've come back, it's like God built an amazing, beautiful garden. Hmm. And then somebody said, let's, let's figure out a way to put a city in and around this. It is so green. It is so lush. The buildings have, have just uh, uh, taken this greenery concept into everything they've done into greenery on the balconies and up the ledges i mean it's really a beautiful city Mm. and the food halls that we know in this country are called the hawker centers h-a-w-k-e-r-s over there and instead of there being you know not not tacos and hamburgers is in a six restaurant uh, food hall 
we have a couple here in San Diego that are, you know, 15, 20, 30. In Singapore, they can be 50, 60, or 70 restaurants bigger. And they're all tiny. And the food is unbelievably fantastic. (laughs) And everything's different. And everything's great. And and they're mostly family-run. And there's a real concern that the older generation that that really spends time running them is they're getting older and they're dying they're they're aging out and they're dying off and the food is so good and what you can get for three four five six bucks is is honestly it's kind of mind blowing. Right? It would so take, it would take it you two months that. to eat through a uh, one of the halls. Yeah, no question. Wow. And so the people were fantastic. Look, it's a strict place. Uh, you cannot. There's no gum chewing in Singapore. Period. Because uh, period. <laughs> because with gum chewing comes what? Spitting it out somewhere. That's, that's exactly right. Sticking it under chairs there's, and tables. You, yeah, you don't see gum on the ground. You don't see uh, graffiti. You don't see um, people selling fake uh, watches. And I know you're a watch boy. You got you got you know you got all your connections and your people. You can go to jail for selling fake watches. <laughs> for wholesaling, you can No way. Oh yeah. Wow. There's very so you don't there's no risk at buying fake stuff over there. It's clean. It's and some people say, oh, it's too much government. But I'm telling you, when you're there, you don't feel too much government. You just feel like <laughs> a nice, clean, beautiful uh, location. It's a little uh, warm. It does get a little uh, humid, but, uh, but it's beautiful, really beautiful. Can you compare Singapore and Dubai at all, or are they that drastically different? No, they're yeah. very. It's like comp- it's like comparing. Um, L.A. and New York, Cleveland and San Diego, <laughs> Cle- Cleveland. Yes, they're very different. Yeah, uh, Dubai. Look, Dubai was really interesting. We met some great people. We we stayed at a great place. We ate some. But you know, I've said to people about Dubai, I go go to Dubai if you really like gold, and I mean gold because everything's gold. Everything is 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 brandished with with gold it's really but it's pretty it's a pretty amazing place because 30 40 years ago they were an oil rich country and the oil ran out and the 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 sheikh mohammed the head of the i guess he i don't know what he i don't know he's president i mean he's the top of the pile there saw this coming and he said we need to find a way to bring money to this place because it's not going to be an oil uh, rich countries very soon. And he turned it into a destination mm. country. And in, if you look at a map of do du- of Dubai 40 years ago, and you look at it now, what they've done in 40 years is a thousand times more than many countries have done uh, in a hundred or 200 years. Mm. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's not cheap. There is inexpensive food to eat, but generally it's kind of expensive and it's very uh, outlandish. And so I fit more, the, as your question uh, said. I mean, I fit more in, in Singapore. 
I like street food. I'm a fan of that. And I like a more casual environment. And Dubai is a little less that. As someone who has traveled all over the globe in many different situations, yeah. corporate, uh, rest, relaxation, blah, blah, blah. Big fan of Mexico. Of course you are. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the best trip you've had to date? No, I'm a huge fan of Tokyo. I love Japan. If I had to pick one place to go, if 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 uh, I knew that I was going to die in a month mm. and I could only go one place, I mean, apart from going and seeing family up in Canada, if there was a, a opportunity for an out of country trip with with family, I'd go somewhere in, in Japan. Really, I love it. I love the people. I love the food. I love the culture. I love the environment. I love the work ethic. I love the way that they look at their responsibilities and stuff like that. It's really fantastic. I want you to to get get out of Cleveland and, and see some stuff. What do you? I care? heard you. Ask, I heard you ask. Uh, was it Jess Pryles who had done some stuff in Mexico? Yeah, she goes to Mexico. Yeah, did I hear you say to her, "Diver"? Let me ask you a question. Um, <laughs> do you ever uh, get worried about uh, your Loki? I mean, I, you're, I, a wor I, I, you're, you're like a grandmother. Well, it's a big world, bro. Get out. See, you, you are. When we talk about travel, I, I, I talk about Mexico like that because no, your questions are the worry questions. I remember I said Dubai to you, and you were like, "Ooh." No, what did I say when you said Dubai? Are you gonna know, go? Are you right? gonna meet Salt Bay? That's exactly what I said. And then I asked if you're gonna no, go there, eat in his restaurant. Other, and then I asked no, you if that's other, the place that does the no, air conditioning beaches. Salt Bay. That's, that's what I did. I no, asked the was, Mexico there was, questions there was because a general undertone with you of don't do the hand. There was a general undertone of, you know, you feel safe, you okay, that kind of stuff. Because in Mexico, specifically, when I worked in the airline industry and I okay. have to deal with the handlers okay. and the, uh, the Mexican side of aviation over there, we get yes. reports back. Every yeah. airport in Mexico is at least a level four security, which means... In the airports, there are armed military. So, yeah. Okay, great. Maybe I'm Let not so excited to just race down to Veracruz or Matamoros or wherever are you, are the hell you, are else. You happy, are you happy going to Texas where there was just a mass shooting? Are you, I mean, look, look I at get where it. things I have understand. gone wrong in the world lately. Yes. It's been here. Yeah. And I'm not arguing guns, no guns. I'm just saying bad things can happen everywhere mr rempy i understand or as my or as my siri used to call you mr Remp. well thank god it corrected itself i just she, as i said knows. also i just don't have a burning desire to no wonder go see i don't i don't care it's a small why you do you should care well, why should i care why do you care if i care if I'm happy being here or traveling a little around here or there, I was just in Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. Pittsburgh. Listen. You said it, not me. You only <laughs> we I was talking about Pittsburgh today about a Pittsburgh steak. You know what that meant is meant to be? Are you asking me if do I know what a Pittsburgh steak is? 
Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. What are you kidding? Well, the, oh, I the forgot. audience. Fam, no. the lot. How? No. How dare you? No, you can't. Fans, 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 I apologize. I, he doesn't mean to insult you, of course. I don't mean to insult. You assume everybody knows I assume your people might not know what a Pittsburgh steak is, but my people know what a Pittsburgh steak is. Of course. Everybody does. You don't have one new person that just fell off the the potato truck from Idaho, doesn't know a whole lot about you see, you know, I said something today we were shooting and I said, I'm going to repeat myself, but I'm repeating myself because I know there's always new people joining this channel. Right, because you have Don't 4 million so followers and I have Stop four it. followers, the same you know, four followers. Don't be so arrogant as to think that everybody knows everything about fucking barbecue. It's not true. I mean, everybody knows what a Pittsburgh steak is that listens to the show. No, everybody doesn't know. Yeah, I said it to Max and Chance today. Yes. Pittsburgh steak. I said to them, do you know what that is? They went, a steak you cook in Pittsburgh? <laughs> I go, no, it's not that. I can, Look, I, I, I but do, I believe I that. I, stop it, stop it. I do what I do now because I watched a cooking segment in 2001. Yeah. When a chef was on, uh, a restaurant chef was on uh, a local channel here making butternut squash soup and near the end of maybe the most complicated version of butternut squash soup ever he <laughs> added creme fraiche what wait and the anchors that were with him didn't know what it was they couldn't pronounce it <laughs> and he didn't take the time to say okay by the way creme fraiche is just like a fancy sour cream yeah. if you have sour cream yeah. you can get to the same place just as deliciously that's what i do i make things understandable for people and assuming that everybody knows what a fucking pittsburgh steak is is just wrong all right well look here here's your best friend lance owen I honestly don't know Thank what the you. Pittsburgh steak is, but I'm 5,000 miles away in Hawaii, no, so I have a bit of an excuse. It has nothing to do with it. It's 5,000 like, miles away. Lance it Owens has to always do with trying to you work. assuming people know shit, and they don't. Stop it. Hate to school you on your own show, but well, Jesus, That's what you man. think you're doing. I just happen to know that my the acumen of my audience is a lot more highbrow than your audience. No, I would be curious to know how many people Lance doesn't count, know right. or don't know what a uh, oh, Pittsburgh steak is. Here we go. I'll take a tally here. Everybody that uh, has uh, access to the instant chat, just put yes or no if you know what a Pittsburgh steak is. And yeah. then if the majority don't know, uh, A, you're all it banned from listening to the show listen. forever, number one. But listen, here, here's my goal. If one person doesn't know, I want them to know. I care about my audience. I was taught a long time ago. It's about the audience, not about you. <laughs> Look at you laughing like a little schoolgirl behind your mic. It's a medium rare steak with a ridiculous looking baseball hat on it. <laughs> That's a very funny comment. No, guy, the cooking guy's term. That funny. is not it. Guy's very, guy's very funny, but that's not it. Sorry. All right, well, uh, go oh, ahead. Uh, Lance Owens doesn't know. Dan doesn't know. How da I, I 
allow me to retract my statement. Stop Whoa. It. I'm so sorry. You people are dopes. You're not sorry, but I've never heard I, I'm so sorry that was less delivered sorry in my life than what you just said. Because I'm disappointed that my audience is as dopey as they are. They don't know what a Pittsburgh steak is. Like, how dare you? Give up your grills, you're you people, and you're banned from the show. You're out. You're assuming everybody is like a uh, hardcore KCBS uh, weekend Sam, uh, you, this isn't the 97.6 San Diego Morning Zoo dope show. This is the Barbecue Central show. Of course, I'm going to figure that my audience has some type of live fire acumen over and above the standard idiocracy okay, and, of the world. And that's the mistake you're making. How dare you talk to me like this on my show? I'm talking to you like this. That's the How mistake. How much money did making? you make last year? Not, yeah. <laughs> Your classic Greg Rimpy question. That's right. Uh, all right. So tell everybody what it is. What a Pittsburgh it's steak a is. Go ahead. Really fucking rare steak. Seared hard really, and fast. But that's the explanation really we're going to get. Okay. You describe it. Okay. I will. A classic Pittsburgh steak yeah. is traditionally done on uh, with two cast iron pans. Oh boy! Here you go. fire those mother effers up so they're like almost molten, and then you. Put, By the way, I, I I was done in like three seconds. Go ahead. I'm telling you the proper way. You said really effing rare steak, which by the way is what you call a oh. rare steak. I sir, I said seared really hot, yeah. and then uh, two cast iron pans, really hot, thicker steak. You can't do it with a thin cut. Thicker cut steak. Plop it in there. You shouldn't do anything with a thin cut. Put by it in the there. Way. Put it in there. And then slam the other pan on top of it. Minute or two each side, or a minute or two, so you have contact on both ends. Take it out. That's it. It should be purple in the middle. <clears throat> it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not medium rare. It's oh, purple in the middle. I didn't say medium rare. I said rare. <laughs> so that's what oh, it is. And by the way, turning down the volume, we still heard that. <laughs> So <laughs> that's what it is. So if you want to do that, uh, I think my mom was really into Pittsburgh steak back in the day. Yeah. She's since come up to like rare plus, but uh, she was real big into Pittsburgh steak. So that's what it is. But it's, it's, it's very charred on the outside. It is hardly cooked on the inside. Blue Pittsburgh. But here's, but here's what's important about this conversation. Don't assume that people know stuff. Don't assume that people know stuff. Why, why am I assuming? Well, because you made that comment about everybody in my audience knows what a Pittsburgh steak is, and clearly they don't. They're just having fun with you. Of course they don't. Let, look, when people, when people use jargon with me. Like what? Whatever industry, I don't, initials and uh -huh. whatever business they're in, I go, look, talk to me like I'm five years old, please. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to hear that. I, I want. Don't assume that everybody gets exactly what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Here's the new book. Fuck it. How about that? How about fuck? <laughs> you can say that if you want. I'm just kidding. Fuck it. So go ahead. Here's the great news.
You were on Good Morning America last week. I was. Pimping that book. I was. Between the buns. <laughs> so I you sent me the link. I was excited. I wanted to watch it live, but <clears throat> work. But I get yeah. the link. I'm watching it. And like 25 seconds in, I'm uh, I'm out of breath. I'm nervous. I'm anxiety riddled. And this is just me watching it. So I, I can't imagine I what it's like for you and for the folks. So I guess for the folks that don't know, this is where I'm not going to assume. For the folks that don't know, what's it like leading into a TV segment like that? And then what's it like yeah. actually having to go through it? Because it's live, right? Yeah, it's yeah. live. Uh, so hmm. I was told it would be like three and a half minutes. And yet, I was given this much stuff to go through, right? I used to work with a guy that said, that's like trying to put uh, 10 pounds of shit in a three-pound bag. Right. <laughs> All right? It's a great expression. Yeah. Uh, and I knew what I had to do. I knew where I had to start. I knew where I had to end. In my mind, I had a general idea of the timing of it. And so I felt like I had to go fairly uh, quick to fit everything in that they wanted me to fit in. It ended up being closer to five minutes, I think. And I don't know at what point that happened, if they just let it happen because it was going well or not, whatever. Um, I don't know how you could have I won any faster either without just leaving chunks of information out. No, I watched it and I felt like, I mean, I almost never watch my stuff. And by, thanks for sending that. I never, I really never watch my stuff mm. back. I don't want to see myself. I don't like myself. And uh, I did watch it and I felt like the pace was, for what I had to do and cram into that three pound, three pound bag, <laughs> I felt like it was, it was good. I was okay with the whole thing. I really was. You know, the funny thing was, is so like Good Morning America sends a car. Uh, my wife, Kelly, came and my literary agent, Lee, came. Mm. So um, we get picked up at my, Lee met us there, but they pick us up with car service at the hotel. They drive us there. The car pulls up at like this back door, backstage door of Good Morning America. We get out of this giant black suburban. The second we get out, the first thing we see are paparazzi cameras. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. And I think that they are just positioned there to catch anybody that's going in the show that morning. Yeah. They may not know who they are. They may not, they may find out later that it's somebody important. And I know. <laughs> Quite certain that when this ended, they looked at their <laughs> cameras and went, what the fuck is that? It was the craziest thing. And so we go in, we had to do a, a COVID test right there. Uh, and then we, we all obviously, if one of the three of us had failed, the segment would have been over. No way. Yeah. So, uh, it didn't matter for me because I did it, but it didn't matter for me because I was the guy, but Kelly and Lee each did them uh, before they got to the, the, the 
Good Morning America. Hmm. And they pass their own tests and then they pass the test there and then they put you in a green room and then it's the people come. I was wearing a t-shirt that said, if that means flavor, then I'm fucking delicious. Yeah. And if you know the t-shirt, it doesn't say fucking. It's yeah. F, well, a bunch of you know characters, uh, I-N-G. And the producer of the segment that I've been talking to for a couple of weeks puts us in the green room. <laughs> I finally take my jacket off. And then about 10 minutes before the segment, she she comes and says, oh, we were like 10 minutes away, blah, blah, blah. She shuts the door and then she opens it back up again. And she goes, so um, do you have another shirt? <laughs> I, went, <laughs> I do, actually. She goes, oh, I'm so glad because this would have been my last day here. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. And I knew I was pushing it with that shirt. I don't think it's a bad shirt. That gets her I fired if you wear it on the on the air? No, because because they would have gotten so many people complaining. Look, I used to I did a um a video a week for Bed Bath and Beyond for three years. Yeah, I remember. About equipment, about stuff, whatever. We did a Thanksgiving video and it was me making food and a guy uh, showing you how to, how to set a table, how to make things pretty, all right? So we had, we had everything covered. I got the food. He's got the setting up of Thanksgiving ready. And we called it Friendsgiving. That was the title of this, how to have a perfect Friendsgiving. The Bed Bath & Beyond people emailed us about a week after that and said, well, that's the last time we'll ever do anything called Friendsgiving. And I said, why? They said, because so many people wrote in and said, we're not happy that they've taken God out of Thanksgiving. Friendsgiving is the and day went, before Thanksgiving. I went, when, <laughs> is, when, when did Thanksgiving become about God? Isn't Thanksgiving about being thankful for the food you have the friends you have the the bounty you have that when did and they're very sensitive so these big companies are very sensitive yeah, of course. and i got what she said but i came prepared i had another t-shirt ready and it was from one of our restaurants was it uh bringing the c word back <laughs> no honestly i said that to <laughs> kelly about how about this one and she just went, gave me one of these <laughs> and she doesn't wear glasses but if she did she'd be looking over the top of them yeah hmm. yeah so uh score yourself out of five on the good morning america appearance oh i never get, would give myself a five i, I mean I, four did, and a half. I did a solid four yeah and you like I'm, it better than doing the today show um or very very similar in the end? uh here's the thing the Today Show went bad for me when Matt Lauer became kind of a fucking pervert cunt, whatever. Oops. <laughs> and kicked off uh, Ann Curry, who I thought was a really lovely person. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, uh, I like the Today Show people now. I like the Good Morning America people. But we watch, the good, we watch good Morning America literally every morning. Huh? We're fans of Good Morning America. So TJ Holmes that I was with, I'm a huge fan of his. Oh. I follow him on Instagram. Uh, Amy Robach that would have been there had it not been for the the Texas shootings would have been there with us. 
<laughs> so I like I like all of them. But I'm a, I'm at a I'm a, I'm of a certain age that appreciates that uh, national morning show kind of stuff. Yeah, Max, who's 34, doesn't give a shit about it. He doesn't watch television outside of like Netflix or stuff like that. Yeah, so. right. Do yeah. you do you watch any morning shows? I I don't watch any. I hardly watch TV. Whatever TV. I watch is because my wife likes this show or that show. I don't have any show to yeah. watch. And I don't yeah. watch the news unless she has it on. If uh, yeah. if I was like a single guy, I would not have any television. I wouldn't watch any television. It would just be, you know, streaming podcasts yeah. or like, uh, yeah, or music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, not even Netflix. Okay. I wouldn't be watching any of that. I just would never yeah. watch TV. I would be yeah. working on the oh, show, listening to music, or listening to other podcasts, and that would be it. So Kelly's been away for a week. She comes back tomorrow. Where's she I going to? Watched the second. She went to Vancouver to see family. Outrageous. It's not really outrageous. We can't go to the old country. We're the, yes, the old, the mother, mother country. <laughs> the, mother, the motherland. The motherland. <laughs> the motherland. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Go to Canada, people. By the way, if you're listening and you're like Greg and you're scared of going to countries that... Not scared. Have foreign language. You're scared. I'm not scared. scared of going I don't to want stopping. to. I'm talking to your audience now. I'm looking <laughs> right at the camera. If you're if you're scared of going to foreign countries like Greg that have different languages and and, and Canada speaks and, English. And food that you don't understand. Go to Canada. We're kinder. We're gentler. You'll understand it. It will feel like here. We except just, you live in nicer. San Diego. For like 30 years. You don't even count. I do count. <laughs> I'm not a Canadian. You're American. Sorry. Want to see my passport? No. Don't show it on the show. Got a maple leaf on it, buddy. Yeah. A maple leaf. Do you even know what hockey is? Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm <laughs> in this country because they asked me to leave because I didn't really care about <laughs> hockey. Yeah. They're like, Mr. Zion? I go, yeah. They go, um... You're not following our hockey enough, so could you leave? I Exit. go, but I love poutine. Yes. They go, uh, you should go. And denim. <laughs> I don't do the, the Canadian tuxedo. Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> I'm rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, greatest Father's Day gift is probably going to be the book then? I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't look, if you're not going to give the book to the old man, they cook the old man something. What? I say this every year. It doesn't matter. Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays. We can always take money out of her pocket and take somebody out to eat. Right. But cooking means something. It comes from the heart. You've spent some time. Whether you've worked on a recipe, you've looked up a recipe, it doesn't matter. Do something that comes from the heart. And... Go watch our uh, Father's Day episode that we uh, aired last week. With, why did you uh, put it out so early? Why? Yeah. Like, why didn't you put it out this coming, like, this week? Because that's when Traeger wanted it to come out. Oh, God. So there's a yeah. whole collaboration with you and the uh, it was in the, the enemy? Traeger clap. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're not the enemy. <laughs> they're only the enemy oh. for you. <laughs> I was just trying You're to sneak it in to see if you me. heard it. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm a big You're fan. I, li I like the cookers, of course. I know you Said do. It. I was kidding. Huh. So touchy. 
By the way, you're of that age where you're really touchy. No, I'm not touchy. Who was I listening to you talk about? Oh, uh, Dr. Barbecue. Yeah. Now, as a a fucking uh, pellet uh, uh, smoker collab, I love that. He's got a Louisiana grill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. He's a. I love that he came from the the stick burner, the old school version of it, and has fully embraced it. He was the corporate chef for the Big Green Egg for like twenty years. And by the way, let's not forget. Which uh, Mr. Traeger was just inducted? Joe Traeger, yeah. By the way, I was I was like, wait, what the fuck? He hasn't already been inducted? Oh, it's a Hall of Fame. But it's a I, consistent but, work in progress. I, okay. No, but as I heard Ray say, uh, there's a lot of people that should be. It's just a matter of time, right? Yeah, I listen to your nonsense. I appreciate you listening to my nonsense. We are, Good, like will you like will you that. listen to this nonsense specifically, or you will just bypass this particular nonsense? Is this a, will what, you re-listen? You know yeah, I will not re-listen. To you this. won't, not in a thousand years. I think you. I, I think you would find there? it to be entertaining. I'm going to listen to it no, on Thursday. I, I, I still don't get that. I, how about this? Let's Why both listen to it. Wait, answer this question, everybody listening. Should he not just post everything all at once? What's with this uh, hour one, hour two nonsense separated by 24 hours? It's consumability. You don't think people can... I understand people can hit a pause button, but it's it's more easily consumed and it's more listened through. You assume people know everything, which clearly they don't. I did it one way for a long time, and then when I changed it, I tracked the progress, and it is a more successful show. The way that it is now. I You're actually an enigma. That's what my that's what my oldest daughter's second grade teacher called her. Well, she's right. She's like, she told me, Your daughter's an enigma. And then I punched that bitch right in the face. <laughs> about that. <laughs> what that was it. You can't do that. Knocked her right out. You can't say that anymore. Did that's it? not uh twenty twenty two. Statue cool. of limitations has passed, so it's all right. I didn't talk okay. about it until tonight, so uh, all right, so here's what you need to do. Sam the Cooking Guy can be found over on the YouTube. Sam the Cooking Guy. Uh, three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, new cooking shows. If you haven't watched, as he said, the Father's Day episode, it's really good. Let me set a premise for you. Sam directing his sons, some of which are fairly accomplished cooks, some of which might not be, and then to see all three of them interacting to get with a meal that's not like a complicated meal, but there's some labor and things that you need to do right in order to get this it's thing tough. off. And uh, Sam is like blindfolded. Uh, you know, I'm using air quotes, uh, telling him what to do, hoping they're just getting it done right, and then it all comes together. It's a great, it's a great watch on many levels. I certainly appreciate it. I've had, I've had, I can't tell you how many comments I've had. Uh, people, yeah, I don't mean comments on the on YouTube. There's a lot there, but uh, how many uh, friends? People I know, acquaintances have uh, emailed me and said, "Oh my god, I fucking love yeah, the episode." That's great. And then the grand and now uh, the, the grandkid makes an appearance a couple times. It's very cute. And now uh, the three boys are thinking about creating their own uh, YouTube channel. Really? Yeah. Whoa! They're actually having that conversation. I'm like, boys, I'm here for you. Mm. 
I will pimp the f out of you. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk off air about that because all of a sudden I have a million <laughs> questions. I have a million yeah, questions yeah, yeah, about yeah. that, and I don't want I to, uh, to just them. lag it off. Can't wait to hear. Uh, and then uh, there was something else I was going to say uh, uh, to tie that portion up. Oh, I was going to say I would love to have my three daughters do that, but I fear each, each of them having access to a Sam the Cooking Guy knife could only lead to all of them stabbing each other. I don't think they would be as uh, they're very competitive. Let's just say it like that. So uh, you don't uh, think my boys aren't competitive? Yeah, but they're a little older, so I think we have uh-huh. a little bit of um, just That's acting they, out they, of impulse. They, 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 they chill a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. So we'll give them another. Yeah. Maybe we we'll give them five to ten, and then yeah. we might. And by try the way, I've noticed that I, I'm getting darker as it gets darker here in San Diego. Yeah. Well, you should get a I'm you should get a loom cube. Yeah, that's all right. Well, um, it was good in the beginning. Yeah, and now that's right. Now we're tying it up here. So uh, go subscribe to Sam if you haven't, but I think a lot of you already have, of course, and you're watching it. Get the book if you haven't. Between the buns, and that is real cheese on his face. That has not been photoshopped in. All the condiments and toppings are right yeah, there, laying on his face. Real photo. Unbelievable. Hundred percent real photo. And. You can always find him here the first Tuesday of every month in the second hour. It is Sam the Cooking Guy. TheCookingGuy.com. Well, that's, Dubai, that's right. Sam, always appreciate the time. There he Love is. You, man. Love you. All guests appear via the Oklahoma Joe's Rider Deluxe Pellet Grills Hotline. And I hope you enjoyed the extended session. Oh, what did I do with it? Yeah, here it is. Before we call it an evening, I'll talk to you about Yoder Smokers, designing and building all of the products right here in the United States, building pride through craftsmanship, world-class customer service, the backbone of how they've built the company. The approach translates into what can be a truly bespoke style product that elevates gatherings with friends and family, honored to have a trusted place in the backyards of America. From pellet grills to wood-fueled offsets and charcoal grills, consistent blue ribbon flavor has become synonymous with the Yoder Smoker's name. Make no mistake, Yoder Smoker's flavor-driven design, unique to each style of pit, and the team has developed their cookers to perform time and time again while outlasting the competition for generations to come. It's this generational thought that's rooted in the handmade products and defines the integrity of the core values. American-made quality and endless flavor, the benchmarks of Yoder Smokers. Visit Yodersmokers.com and grab yours today. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. And we thank Sam, the cooking guy, for joining us last segment. This portion brought to you by Vortic Watches. Back in the day, watches were made to be worn in the pocket. After World War II, the wristwatch became much more fashionable and easy to wear. Pocket watches quickly became an afterthought, finding their way into sock drawers and scrap heaps. Quite simply, a travesty. Enter Vortec Watch Company, helping bridge the gap between America's storied watch manufacturing past and bringing it to the present day, where wristwatches are finding incredible popularity once again. And here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortec makes is unique and one of a kind. Vortic founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check out VorticWatches.com for more info today. 
All right, all the way back in the first hour, it was Mark Williams from Swine Life Barbecue giving us a little bit of a how to barbecue right slash killer hogs recap at Memphis and Bay and talking about milk cows and eating them. More on that to follow in the upcoming months. Then we were backed up by Adrian Miller, adrianemiller.com, talking about the James Beard nomination for Black Smoke. We also talked about the Barbecue Hall of Fame. We also talked about the unsung black barbecue cooks. And we also talked about can there be too many halls of fame when it comes to barbecue and when it comes to the African-American cooks. Second hour, Sam the Cooking Guy. We played a fairly butchered round of what is Sam like best, and then we got into the uh, trip to Dubai and Singapore. Also talked about Good Morning America. I was lectured about how I anticipate and expect my listening audience to know things about the barbecue and grilling industry, and I will continue that expectation. A high level of expectation here for my listener, but that's fine. And then we rounded it out by talking about his Good Morning America appearance and what that's like. All great stuff. So if you missed it, it's all the podcast coming as early as a couple hours from now and the second hour Thursday at the best of on Friday. So how do I always leave you? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host at Proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. This is Chris Payne from Euclid, Ohio, and you are listening to Barbecue Central.